<laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's give it a few seconds here. I am going to jump over to YouTube and I just want to make sure that the, ch the stream is starting. So let's go here, go on the channel, videos, and I, it says I'm live. Yes. I'll make sure to turn off uh, the sound here. And of course, I have sounds on phones. And let's go ahead and do here quality video. We're going to bring it down to 144. So we don't interfere. Sabaho, everybody. Sabaho. Welcome back to the channel. Um, today is, and I do need to look at this, obviously, is May 23rd. Uh, and I'll give it a few more seconds here for people to start showing in. Um, it is May 23rd. This is Saturday morning with tech. I am your host, TK Bay, and uh, I hope that we are live. I think YouTube did go ahead, uh, went ahead and started for me, and I did wanted to double check and make sure that it was actually live. Um, and it is episode 21. Uh, today, we're going to be uh, welcome, Tarek. Welcome, uh, I, uh, I use welcome, welcome. A couple, of, a couple of people joined in. Um, so it is episode 21. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of uh, some of the stuff that obviously I posted earlier this week on the channel, but mostly just kind of uh, some of the questions actually answering for the most part, some of the questions I got on some of those videos. Uh, we posted three videos on the English channel and of course, two videos on the Arabic channel, but you know, unless you're following both, you probably didn't real, uh, notice those. Um, also last Saturday, uh, although the quality of the stream was obviously the the image quality, obviously we were having some streaming issues. Uh, and then uh, Tech Syn Synchronizer, hey, good morning, good morning, Sabaha everybody. Um, even though we were having some problems with, you know, technical problems with the stream where it was some stuttering, I'm hoping that this time there isn't an issue and that there is a basically more of a, a nice kind of, I would say quality. Um, the, uh, the I did actually run a speed test. Um, also, actually kind of re, uh, covering back what we had with last week. Uh, during last week's stream, if you guys didn't have a chance, um, I basically had an opportunity to basically have an additional device that I wanted to give away, uh, specifically to the viewers and the subscribers on the channel. So if you are on the channel, uh, and obviously I didn't really publicize very heavily for it, I wanted to keep it specifically for the channel. Um, and I wasn't like running any, uh, uh, Gary, good morning, Gary, the fireman's in here. Uh, and then, um, you know, I, I wanted to basically keep it focused on the guys, obviously on the you know guys and gals that are actually uh, subscribed and of course follow the channel. So um, if you haven't had a chance to, and you maybe missed last week and we haven't had a chance to start, uh, in a little bit, I'm going to be drawing a name for somebody from that video. Essentially, uh, mostly what I ask for everybody for it to do is just like and comment. Just leave me a comment after the stream was over. Uh, unfortunately, the way live streaming on YouTube goes, is like whatever goes on during the live stream part of it, so the live stream chat part of it, uh, unfortunately, it doesn't carry over to the actual video afterwards. So if you've left a comment during the live stream, although technically, yes, that is a comment on it, uh, but the requirement was specifically to leave one after the live stream goes live. So... Um, if last time I checked, I think we had, if I'm not mistaken, about 50 comments. I want to double check here. And let me do first and foremost here. I'm going to disable vibration on this one. And I'm going to disable sound on this one. Because I think at this point, we're going to basically just keep listening to audio from everybody in the and it'll just keep notification. So uh, last week's stream, Saturday morning with tech, we had 50 comments. So that's roughly about 50. So one in 50, if you left a comment on the video last week, or even if you leave a comment by the time I actually draw uh, the, the winner's per, uh, name, uh, you know, we'll obviously be able to see who it is. Uh, Indira, uh, good morning. And uh, Arsenal, yes. Hey, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. So um, Arsenal is asking, uh, it's good to do it. We'll bring it over here. Uh, Arsenal is asking, you know, good morning and how are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm doing okay. Things are a little bit, 
I want to say th this week, things were a little bit better. I think overall, um, I think I got better at actually even posting videos. I felt a little bit more energized. And of course, um, I felt a little bit more, I, I think it, it was a better week. Let's put it that way. It felt like a better week. Um, and I had an opportunity to basically post more videos. that was more consistent. And the goal essentially is to just pick up and bring back more uh, more consistent videos. It's like basically three videos a week, uh, as well as the live stream. So basically making them into four. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Seeing everybody jumping in, uh, East coast early afternoon. Hey, Marty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, obviously this is, uh, it's like 10 30 AM Pacific standard time. And so obviously three hours ahead there early in the afternoon here uh, on the East coast and for California, it's in the, uh, you know, still technically mid morning brunch time. If, if you might, if you want to have some brunch, um, why do I, uh, why do I enter a giveaway anyway, even though I might do you know, so uh, Tech Synchronizer, if you haven't had a chance to yet, the video is live and I am I am going to be pulling the actual uh, the winner in literally in, in maybe about 10 minutes or so. So if you have a chance to actually and you haven't had a chance to do it before, go ahead, jump over to the video, leave a comment. And of course, make sure to hit that like button on that for us. And then, uh, you know, that gets you the entry. And uh, once I pull, as long as your comment is in there, by the time I pull, that's the deadline. Once we pull the, uh, the winner, it's over. Uh, how's everything with you uh, on your end? Uh, good morning. Hey, um, uh, Vikramit, uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. and hope everybody's doing well as well. Uh, let me know how things are going with you guys, Bob. Uh, Bob as well is in the comments. Uh, Greg is in the comment as well. Uh, and of course, uh, all the other normal viewers. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Matt Tyler is going to be jumping in a little bit later on. I think when he gets in, I want to wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Brian. Hey, man. Uh, Brian. Hey. <laughs> Hi from London. Uh, so if I'm not mistaken, London time, it's more closer around yeah, dinner time. Uh, so it, that's probably you know late in the afternoon, dinner time for you guys. Uh, but yeah, thank you for, for jumping in. Uh, again, if you haven't had a chance to and you did not get a chance to do that, uh, just jump over to the video from last week, leave a comment and like, make sure you get that entry as soon as we run the, the actual uh, drawing. Uh, I think that will be basically the, uh, the cutoff for that one. Uh, this week was actually a little bit of an interesting week for me. Uh, and I say that because I had um, an opportunity to get a device that I felt like I needed to be able to spend some time with. Um, obviously, you probably already heard about the about the actual phone. So the, this is the Oppo Find X2, the uh, the Pro version. Uh, this is Oppo's you know, best of the best, uh, the flagship of 2020, um, even if they do obviously release other devices in the, uh, later on in the year, I think the Find X2 Pro will be basically the best version. And I think there's also a 5G model of it. Uh, and the one that I was uh, actually sent is a vegan leather. So this is the orange vegan leather, which apparently seems to be less of a, an available color uh, if you're even trying to pick it up. Um, and from what I understand, at least overall, uh, as a device, something that I, I really felt like I missed out on because I had I had a lot of time to spend with the uh, OnePlus 8 Pro. And of course, I like that device. That device is actually one of my favorite devices of 2020. And I would recommend it for anybody that's considering to get a brand new, like the latest, best type of device in the US or even internationally. Um, so uh, getting that device, getting the Apple uh, Find X2 Pro was actually a very nice surprise. I found out about it and then it was actually shipped up. And um, it's actually been surprising. I, I, I used to think that the uh, Find X2 Pro and the OnePlus 8 Pro were very similar. Uh, and they do have some things that they share as far as specifications, but there's a lot of differences between the two, even though there's a relationship in the background between obviously the OnePlus and Oppo's kind of background as far as hierarchy in the company. 
Um, and of course, the fact that they both have a you know QHD 120 hertz display with you know similar basically panels. Uh, there actually is some enough uh, differences between the two that I felt like I needed to share that with you guys today. So we'll talk a little bit about those. Uh, of course, we're going to talk also about the V uh, the V10 Pro that sorry V10 Pro the View 10 uh, from Honor. And this is going to be the giveaway and we'll find out we'll pick a winner uh hopefully the winner is in the live stream because uh the main thing obviously is once i pick the winner uh, i'm i will be responding to their comment on the video and and they have basically 24 hours to respond so if they're in the live stream obviously i'll ask you guys you guys can jump in and respond back to me and then we'll communicate via email to work out getting you that device uh, if I don't hear within 24 hours, guess what? I'll basically pull another uh, person's name and we'll keep going till we find somebody that gets to win it. That's the best way to look at it. Uh, let's look real quick in the comments. Uh, Ayu's doing good. Thank you, man. Uh, uh, Michael, hey, how you doing? Gregory and, of course, uh, Brian Tech, Bob, of course, and all the other guys uh, hanging in. So we are good. Um, let's talk a little bit about the actual Oppo Find X2 Pro. Um, overall, let's actually, we'll switch over to the camera. That'll work better. Uh, so here's the device. I'm going to put it on the side just for a little bit, just to kind of get uh, the image here really nicely. Um, also, I forgot to mention, uh, I did actually get uh, a pair of the Soundcore. Uh, basically, this is the Liberty Pro uh, headphones. And I am very surprised at the quality of these headphones. Um, I heard El Jefe reviews talk about them. I've heard um, I've had I've heard a lot of people talk about them, even Juan Carlos. Um, and uh, I want to say first and foremost, of course, uh, you know what? I just realized I missed one. I want to say here we are. Sabaho uh, Aditya, Aditya and Neil, welcome back to the channel. And Eid Mubarak, thank you very much. Um, as you guys probably already, uh, are, if you're familiar with uh, with Ramadan, Ramadan actually today is the last day of Ramadan. So I. I literally have basically few hours left uh, within for this year. So to everybody that celebrates it, Eid Mubarak, thank you very much for the super chat for Aditya as well and uh, hanging out with us. And Aditya is actually in uh, in the European time time zone, so he's even uh, it's even later in the evening for you, I guess. Uh, but yeah, thank you for jumping in, of course, and Gary and everybody hanging out with us here. Um, so yeah, the the overall the impressions that I I got with uh, these headphones are actually very nice. Uh, the case itself is very unique, and it's actually addicting just to play with it. It doesn't pop open. It slides, so that has a really nice slide. Uh, USB-C charging as well as, uh, I'm sorry for shaking the table, it is actually covered. So as long as you're, if you're using it, you basically can uh, open it up. But most of the time, you don't even see it. And of course, supports wireless charging at the bottom. And they're actually running for about $129, really good. Uh, they're obviously very nice, very, uh, there's like a nice little LED there. Uh, the headphones, the quality on the audio and the sound is actually really, really good. Uh, charging directly in the case. And then when you're done, just put them back in and they're actually pretty good. Uh, so working on a review for those, um, so far pretty good as far as the impressions that I've had with them. So I figured I wanted to share with you guys that they are in the studio. Uh, but when it comes down to these two devices, I, I really always found that the the again the the comparison that a lot of people draw obviously is when it comes to the display. Uh, both of these devices have an they don't have an always on display, but essentially is they both have uh, basically similar aesthetics. Let's go ahead and open it up here, clear the notifications. I want to fill up everything, and uh, you can see right there Aditya's uh, you know nicely right there. <laughs> and let's go ahead and unlock the phone and swipe up. So you'll notice that both of the panels look very, very similar because I think they're pretty much using the exact panel, but they're not tuned the exact same way. Uh, but they're, you know, if, when I use the same lock, uh, wallpaper there, you can actually kind of almost think that they're basically made out of the same thing. So they're continuing each other and they look really good. Uh, both running Android 10.0, of course, both running latest version of their uh, operating system. Although I feel like I think this one uh, is definitely uh, just more of a... 
I think if you had to kind of consider the fact that both of them are really flagships of their own companies, so both Oppo and OnePlus are basically running these as their flagships. The differences, though, when we start talking about aesthetics, which a lot of people miss, is the fact that uh, the OnePlus obviously have that little rocker option. That's something that is only unique to OnePlus. We'll put that one on the side. The camera setup on the back is definitely different. We have a quad camera setup on the back, wireless charging and reverse wireless charging. And that's something even on Oppo's flagship device does not happen. So they don't have a wireless charger. They don't have a reverse wireless charger. They went with the material here. That's the vegan leather that we have on the back, the moniker. And um, what they've opted for here, obviously, is a different tech as far as charging and uh, basically getting the device to run at 100%. Um, so Bob's asking is, what carrier do they use? Uh, they're GSM unlocked devices, so they will work with any carrier that supports GSM. Now, for 5G uh, support, not all of the carriers are supported, so that's going to be different depending on the region that you're in. But as far as uh, 4G, I think in the US, at least, I was able to get 4G LTE on both of these, and I'm able to get 5G here in the US for the OnePlus 8 Pro. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think Matt, once, once we get Matt in the chat, uh, I think he can confirm for me as well if the uh, 8 Pro works on the 5g for him in the uk as i think uh he just picked one up and uh and i'm not sure i think he just showed, i think i'm not sure if he's he has that uh in the house yet or not um so uh, arsenal uh hey tk did you get the new sony xperia um um i i can't say i can't say <laughs> that's my answer uh, that's my answer. Yes, I will go with the that I can't say, and um, uh, we we will all find out very soon. Let's put it that way. I think that's the best way to answer that question uh, without getting into any any trouble. Let's just say that. Um, so yes, overall both really nice. And then of course, as I mentioned to you guys, there's a battery capacity slight difference there. Uh, the battery capacity that you have here is uh, the uh, 4200 or roughly about 42, 4300 milliamps, and this is around about 4500 milliamps. The difference though is that this is capped at 30 watts as far as the charging. So the Warp Charge 30T is the supported charger wired, and of course we have wireless charging that is also the uh, wireless 30 watt charger, and that's one of the best ways to charge it, zero to 100 percent in literally about an hour. Here, we have a slightly smaller battery, literally about a couple of hundred milliampere, but the battery can charge from zero to 100 via the wired, as well as the included charger, in about 36 minutes. So there is a big difference in charging speed as far as the way the connectivity is done. Also, the battery cells that are here are actually two separate smaller batteries. Uh, and of course, on the right side here, what we have essentially is one big battery. So there's a the big difference as far as also uh, the way the tech inside of the phone. That's why I say when we look at these devices and we think that they are very similar, uh, they may, they, I mean, I, I would say probably more like a you know uh, they're brothers but they're not necessarily identical brothers right they look kind of the same but they have a lot of differences um, and of course they're just material wise uh, we talked last week about that ir camera that was built into the oneplus 8 pro and of course that's not even present here uh <laughs> i know i know i i can't i i cannot i you know, I uh, I am going to plead the fifth on every single question that comes relating to that subject, my friend. I every yeah, I will uh, that that's the best thing I can say. I I will basically uh, keep my mouth shut on that one. Uh, but focusing more on about what we have here, uh, they both have stereo speakers. They both have Dolby Atmos, and I think that's some of the other cool things on it. Uh, of course, uh, when we start looking at even on the design, actually, if you look at it here uh, on the top, this one has more of a flatter top, and this one has a, a slightly different design as well. The microphone placement obviously is not in the same spot. And of course, last but not least is when we get into the actual software. Overall, software on both of these are running is basically Android 10 in the background on the background, but 
again, color OS to OnePlus. And it depends on what your preference is. And what I wanted to show yesterday in my video, or the video that I reposted yesterday, by the way, um, is the way that they actually refresh rate. So I have them both set to QHD, both set to 120 hertz. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, man. Welcome. Hey, man. How you doing? Uh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Greg. Yeah, I know, Greg. I know. You know how things are. You know how things are. Uh, but I wanted to kind of share with you guys real quick here is uh, like you can see actually the ref even just when you're swiping between the two, the refresh rate just is just absolutely butter. Uh, again, both running uh, Android. So that's one thing that's different here is if you get a notification on the OnePlus, you can swipe them either way. But on the uh, Oppo Find X2, you actually have to swipe to the left. If you try to swipe to the right, it doesn't go away. Uh, but yeah, uh, both supporting Android 10.0 gestures, uh, both supporting an app drawer, so you can definitely basically you know enjoy the the way the refresh rate is, and they're both super fast. 12 gigs of RAM on both of these devices, uh, 512 gigs of internal storage as opposed to the 256 I think that I have on this one, and so that's basically what it is. Uh, price point as well, uh, about a thousand dollars roughly, and about almost thirteen hundred dollars here on the Find X2 Pro. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, quick question here from uh, Surat. Surab, hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Uh, which one, which mobile do you like in terms of performance and camera? Um, I'm probably I'm I'm gonna I'm assuming you're you're talking about both of these guys. Uh, right now, I'm actually I'm in, I'm in the I would say the honeymoon phase of the Oppo Find X2 Pro because I haven't had a chance to play with it before. Um, I think from the from the initial impressions that I've had, I think they both are roughly about the same for me because they both charge very quickly. Both provide us obviously a great experience, and of course. Uh, uh hey man happy birthday man oh really sony xperia mark east i didn't say anything actually matt i said no i didn't say a word not one word came out of, not one word came out of my mouth saying anything relating to that people asked questions and i said i couldn't comment that's all that happened <laughs> and i gotta wipe that smile off my face uh but yes uh, as far as both of these devices and you know talking as far as you know some of the um is the, sorry let's double check real quick here um is oppo wireless uh, wireless oneplus compatible a this the oppo find x2 is does not have wireless charging so no no support for wireless uh at least this one uh for some reason i don't know why but uh they chose not to have wireless charging on this device so i've tried it many times not that i haven't uh, been able to find the option for it uh but yeah no wireless charging not supported and i'm not sure why but Keep in mind that OnePlus, even to for the longest time, didn't really support wireless charging. OnePlus, for I think for years, we've wanted them to have wireless charging. They they have the space, they have the uh, the aesthetics uh, overall. The devices became very big. I mean, last year with the Seven Pro, with the Seven T, Seven T Pro, they're roughly about the same size. They didn't really go that much smaller as far as their you know design wise. So the fact that we haven't had wireless charging has been mostly, I think, the way OnePlus answered it at CES best. They haven't found the right way to give us the best experience and keeping the temperatures consistent because they want to give you fast wireless charging, but they didn't want to just give it to you and then obviously just overheat the device because of the coil sitting in the background. So, um, <laughs> I plead the fifth. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, that, yes, thank you. Thank you, guys. Yes. Uh, so with that, I do want to stop and say happy birthday to you. So hopefully you guys can join me with this. Um, I'm going to do a really bad rendition of this. Uh, and, and since I'm pretty sure it's not in copyright, there's no issue there and be my version of it. 
Uh, so happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Matt. Happy birthday to you. Here you go. So this is my happy birthday thing uh, just for you, Matt Tyler. And I want to say, hope you're having a great day. Hope you had a great time with the kids and the family and, and, and you got the cake um, that you're, you're ever so wanted to enjoy. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, definitely. So uh, I, I want to say again, happy birthday again, Matt. And uh, and again, hopefully you had a great day and, and you're enjoying the rest of the afternoon. Uh, but let's jump real quick to the ETS question is, yeah, definitely. Uh, my main thing with the, with, the, with the material that they used here is the fact that it actually feels really good. Uh, and I, I, and I realized that, you know, Juan Carlos right now is just basically wanting to kick me. Um, it actually, uh, obviously, first and foremost, uh, there is no fingerprint issue here. So the fingerprints uh, are obviously not going to have any problems. Uh, and yes, I, I definitely want to be aware, obviously, that this is not real leather. So it's more of a, uh, it's very synthetic. And I watched uh, Zach's video on Jerry Rig Everything, and he actually cut into it. There's some white stuff under it as far as the, the material, which is kind of attributes to the give. Uh, but at some point, yeah, I do want to basically say that uh, hopefully this doesn't suffer what right normal leather does, meaning we need to actually treat it to make sure that the device doesn't actually have any issues or it starts cracking. Uh, but right now, so far, it's pretty good. So we'll have to double check hopefully in about a month. Uh, I'm hoping that they let me keep it for a, for a certain amount of time because if I'm not mistaken, this was actually uh, somebody else's review unit that they were done with it and then they were able to send it over. So um, these are not, uh, sadly, this is, uh, I, I don't know how long I'll be able to keep it, but I'm hoping it'll be for some time. Um, hey, TK, I have the 11 Pro, um, but really interested in the OnePlus 8 Pro. Which one do you think um, will feel better? Um, so it, I think it's, if, we, if we're looking at it as far as, uh, I'm assuming obviously you're, um, the iPhone 11 Pro, uh, so the size wise. I think if, if you're not, married to the uh, to the ecosystem and i mean by essentially is that you're not basically very heavily invested into iMessage as well as let's say HomeKit and as well of course the, the apple watch that's generally the ecosystem that uh, ios is in there i feel like uh, between the two for um for overall performance i feel like the oneplus 8 pro provides us a better experience because of the speed that's built in uh, the amount of ram the type of ram that you're getting there as well the type of internal storage the qhd 120 hertz display is definitely something you also want to appreciate uh, now there are rumors obviously that the new new iphone will carry 120 hertz refresh rate we've heard those rumors for quite some time uh, but as far as just overall performance i feel like the uh, the 8 pro will definitely give you a better experience now um, does the, uh, the iPhone 11 pro have some features, obviously that the eight, uh, that uh, the eight pro may maybe not perform as well. I feel like for video performance, I feel like, uh, realistically that, uh, Apple does a much better job overall for video as far as 4k 60 on all the cameras that you have on your device, as far as also color science. So video is a big part of what you like, and you appreciate having that on iOS or at least on the 11 pro. I feel like the eight pro may not necessarily live up to that. We have a lot of mode. We have a lot of, uh, stabilized footage. We have 4k 60 on the back sensor, but only 1080p on the front. So those things, you also have to kind of weigh the, the difference between the two. But if the camera is generally just point and shoot, take some pictures, uh, videos are not necessarily the biggest, biggest factor of your uh, decision-making for a device, I think it's a good option. I think the 8 Pro uh, will definitely give you a really good experience, and it is fast, crazy fast. Charges fast, wireless charging, reverse wireless charging, and a really gorgeous display. Both of them have uh, gorgeous displays, the 8 Pro and uh, the, uh, uh, basically, you know, the, uh, the X2, the Find X2 Pro. And hopefully that answers the questions there. Um, 
Yeah, so that, sorry, that was the question here. Uh, let's jump over real quick. So Arsenal, TK, what smartwatch are you using right now? Uh, this is actually the TicWatch 2 Pro, uh, the TicWatch Pro, um, the new 2020 model. Uh, they did, uh, last year they released the, uh, I think it was the TicWatch Pro LTE. That's the one that they basically added LTE for Verizon support. And then they increased uh, the RAM from 512 to a gig, which actually attributed to a much better performance experience on uh, the pro, uh, well, on the TicWatch Pro. Pro. Um, and then what they did in 2020 essentially is they updated the 2018 model, which had the 512 without the LTE. So this one is a Wi-Fi variant of the TicWatch Pro, not the 4G LTE one from last year. Uh, and that basically will work with any device, iOS or Android. It should be pretty good. And I like it. I like it because of the, the dual tone display that we have. I'll switch it over here. So if you're looking at the actual phone, let's bring it really close. So here's the watch in the resting mode. This is the, the external, the top display of it. So you notice here it's a monochrome display. It gives you access to basically just to see the steps, the date and time. And then, of course, if I touch the display, it jumps over to the standard mode. And of course, you guys can see I can start, well, of course, if I can get it to work. So here, uh, it basically just swipes over for information and last but not least, notifications. And that was the DTS comment that just came in. It's obviously WRS working with Android. And I think it should have updated to above that. So I, I thought I was higher than it, but that from this morning's walk with the family. So yeah. Uh, they they do actually really good job. It's uh, water resistant. You'd be able to go swimming with it, tracking all, all sorts of activities, running and all of that. So I really like it. Um, I've actually been a big fan of TicWatch uh, for quite some time and I've had uh, quite a, uh, different versions of it. And I love the fact that they increased the RAM on it. Um, so are you nice? Thanks, man. I appreciate that, bro. Um, so Greg, Greg is asking, uh, asking, please don't forget to uh, tell the guys about the enhanced 4G LTE for T-Mobile on the 600 band. Yes, so that's going to be something that is uh, starting to roll out, uh, and that's going to be something that T-Mobile is. So as you guys probably heard, T-Mobile and Sprint finalized their merger, and T-Mobile actually in the U.S., at least on the East Coast so far, uh, have started to actually utilize some of, spectrum, some of the spectrum that they were able to get access to through the merger with Sprint. And uh, so those are the things that are going to basically start showing a faster connected speeds with 5G, and specifically in the U.S. So if you're on T-Mobile or you're on Sprint, now you're part of the T-Mobile family, and um, you're using a OnePlus device or devices that they're supporting, you're definitely going to be very happy. I think the performance is going to be really nice. I think uh, from what I saw, some of the speed tests that they're talking about is they're able to hit close to about a one megabit down, which is roughly basically about 10 times as good as the general usage that I get. At the best situation on my OnePlus, I was able to get roughly about 200 down. And that was while I was very close to the tower. Uh, but in general, it's roughly about 80 to, 90, uh, to 100. So getting about almost one megabit down, that definitely shows the prowess there. So thank you, Greg, for, for uh, bringing that up. I forgot about that comment there. Um, but yeah, I think overall, if, we, if we're considering looking at these two devices, there's a lot of similarities. The display, again, is very good. I still feel like the X2 Pro, um, I feel like is a little bit better. And uh, as far as the display calibration, I think it looks a little bit better overall. But again, touch response, camera performance. Uh, I think overall, my, my favorite experience on this is the fact that they both have the same feature when it comes down to forcing the desktop mode. So if you guys have seen that in the, some of the other videos, um, we're able to actually switch into desktop experience. So let me show you what I mean. Um, for that, we will need an MHL adapter. So let's we'll go ahead and do this. So here I'm going to plug it in, uh, bring it in here. And so here we are. 
I'll give it a second to launch. And as you will see in a few seconds, it's right there. So this is the desktop experience on the X, Find, Find X2 Pro. And of course, you're able to launch different applications, do everything that you normally get. Uh, it is actually a little bit better than what I've seen in the past. But again, it works just as good. Um, and I think the, the really nice thing about it is activating it on the X2 Pro is exactly the same as the OnePlus. As again, you could probably imagine going to developer options, activating a developer option by getting access to it. Um, and of course, uh, just getting access into the uh, forced desktop mode and allow uh, resizing in the window. Once you get those two options, restart your device. And then anytime you plug in your phone into an MHL connected to a TV, uh, it'll give you access directly to the desktop mode. Um, you will need to have some type of connected keyboard, a mouse and keyboard over Bluetooth because the display doesn't work the same way like Huawei or even Samsung devices, where it just turns the entire display into a basically a camera, oh, sorry, into a mouse pad. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. So as long as you have a keyboard or mouse, you're pretty much set. Open up YouTube, watch content, do whatever you want. Uh, it's a little bit buggy. It's not final, but I'm hoping with Android 11, we'll be able to see some better improvements as well. Um, Hey, good morning, Brandon Miniman. Oh man, uh, Brandon's over. Yeah, obviously, he's uh, he's uh, my boss over at the XDA side, <laughs> or one of my bosses as well. Uh, but yes, definitely welcome to the channel, man. Welcome to the welcome to the live stream on Saturday morning with tech. Um, Tariq or Tarek saying is TK. I have a friend who wants to take um, take an iPhone 11 Pro Max for work, but I recommended an A Pro. In your, what's your opinion on that? I think. Um, from an overall perspective, I think performance-wise, I think if they're using it for work, I think the A Pro is definitely much better. You get a higher resolution display, uh, much faster internals as far as just the overall performance. Uh, I mean, we have UFS 3.0 on the, and, and we're talking just basically read and write, opening, unpacking. You know, if you're opening documents, taking care of certain things, it's a bigger display, a better quality display. So I think for work, the A Pro is definitely a much better. Uh, recommendation from a device standpoint. I think the uh, overall aesthetics, the, a the 11 Pro obviously has different uh, performance, uh, obviously, and benefits as well. If the company that they're working with or that you're, you guys are working with uh, obviously likes to use iPhone, they have more of administrative contact over it. I think that's probably going to also force you to go one way or another. But if there isn't any preferences there from an administrative uh, point of view, then I think the 8 Pro is definitely a good option. Nothing against uh, iOS or iPhones. I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm basically harping on that side. Uh, but something that I always appreciated about Android, at least the OnePlus devices within the last couple of years, is the quality of the displays that we're getting from them. And of course, the high refresh rate. Last year, we had the QHD with the 90 hertz display. This year, we have QHD with 120 hertz display. So you're definitely getting the best possible experience. And if you don't want to use that, I mean, obviously, you have fast charging on it. You're not going to worry about it. And this year, we have IP68, fast charging, uh, and wired and wireless. So you can't go wrong with it, of course. Um, Gibson, uh, what do you think about the, uh, the, 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 oh, the Dimensity series, uh, chipset, the, uh, um, it's a MediaTek's Dimensity. Um, so I was at an event last year at the end of the year. We, they were, they invited a few, a few YouTubers, uh, on, uh, to an event in San Diego and they, they gave us a briefing into the new Dimensity chipset. Um, I think MediaTek is coming up very, very quickly. They're trying to catch up to Qualcomm. I think from a standpoint of competitiveness as far as market share right now, Qualcomm is dominating everything. There's not much really to say about Qualcomm other than the fact that, you know, who are they competing with? Well, I think they're competing with themselves at this point. They're, they're so much a leap, a light years ahead of what some of the other manufacturers are. Now, um, when we can compare them to MediaTek, I think MediaTek is trying to move away from being the... 
what they're known for mostly essentially is like third-party accessories as well as like TVs. You'll be surprised how many devices uh, during that little summit that I had a chance to go in, I was surprised to see how many devices had MediaTek processors, specifically Amazon, actually. Amazon uses them quite a bit. Um, so the Dimensity chipset, it was supposed to be their foray into the flagship experience type of processors. And I think overall, from the performance that they gave us, essentially, is there that's going to be their ticket getting into 5G. So um, are they competitive? Yes. Are they great? Yes. Um, are they as good as the Qualcomm chipset? I feel like they need some time to get there. Um, also, from the sense of what you're expecting as far as the experience there. Um, when it comes down to what we see, of course, with the Kirin chipset, Kirin also is doing a really good job of providing us a really good neck and neck experience. I feel like Kirin's literally like right there, right next to uh, the Qualcomm chipset. The 865 this year is just basically dominating, and that's basically the best way. So what we'll have to see basically with the new Kirin chipset comes out in the next couple of months or so, so that we'll have to see. Because Kirin always kind of jumps ahead of uh, Qualcomm because they release it slightly earlier. So, But to answer the Dimensity uh, chipset, I think they're good, they're competitive, and definitely better than some of the stuff that we've had in the past. Uh, but just to keep in mind, it's uh, it's coming up. Um, hoping they improve the 5G speeds in, uh, or in Ventura County seems like the LTE is slower times on the OnePlus 8. Uh, so that's that's something that I, yeah, I mean, um, I'm, I'm exp uh, so this is from Par uh, Parsa. Uh, I think you probably have the unlocked one as a, as we mostly most of us do have. But if you have the T-Mobile one, I think T-Mobile is going to be pushing out an update to make. Um, I think there's certainly specifically for their bands the better support for their bands. Um, unlocked models obviously will get that update, but the hope essentially is yeah. Ventura County is. I think Frontier County, the way I envision it, at least, and you can correct me, of course, uh, it's much more open spaces than what you get with LA County. LA County is much more dense, where Ventura County is more spread because it's closer to the beach. So it's more spread at wider areas. So it's harder to get the same speeds. Where in LA, we have a lot more towers, probably, and that probably attributes to that. Um, hopefully that answers that question there. And uh, Sid, hey, good morning, Super Sticker. Good morning, and thank you very much for the super chat right there. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I appreciate everybody, uh, and of course your support for all this time. Let's jump in real quick. Hey, uh, wait, Brandon. Yes, so uh, Brandon Miniman, um, he's been with XDA for for quite some time, uh, and of course, well, I can, I can take it back. Uh, XDA is Slash Pocket now. So those are two companies that are kind of owned by the same. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, Brandon's, uh, I've, I was a big fan of Brandon back in the day when I first started on the YouTube, of course, back in, when, you know, he used to do videos on pocket now and, um, you know, yeah, big, 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 um, big presence as far as the tech world, everybody knows who Brandon Miniman is. Uh, so yeah, uh, big, big fan. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, definitely great guy yeah, and very active on, Insta uh, on Twitter. Yeah. I always follow him as well. Thanks to the Aditya. Um, so the new Exynos chipset. So uh, uh, Stefan's mentioning here. So don't forget about the uh, new Exynos. My hope is that the Exynos chipset actually pick up pick up the pace from the last couple of years and start actually competing. And I mean, what I mean by competing, I mean providing us a basically a one to one experience as to what we get from a Qualcomm chipset. Samsung for some uh, for for. I'm not sure if it's a, uh, a market situation or compatibility. For the longest time, the U.S. market has always received um, basically Snapdragon processors, and I think the Korean market as well. So in the in their hometown as well as the U.S., you get the Korean you get the Snapdragon variant. 
And then everywhere in the rest of the world, in the Middle East, the European countries, you always get the Exynos processor. And in the past, prior to the last couple of years, we've had them where the Exynos processors have always performed quite well. And they've done a really good job as far as providing us the best experience that you can get with a in-home, you know, basically a built design. And obviously, they make their own chipset. They make their own devices. You would imagine that the device would be the best situation, the best possible one. Um, so let me just double check real quick here. Uh, cool. So... But the last couple of years we've had, if you notice, and even with the last generation of the uh, the Exynos processors, the performance hasn't really lived up to the experience of the Qualcomm. So that's my hope is that they pick up their pace in the sense of providing us more of a one to one, and you maybe even show us some. Um, I would say maybe you know make it more competitive and start providing the uh, Snapdragon variant, uh, you know, a run for its money. That that would be my hope, and, and I hope that that's something to keep in mind. I'll make sure the stream is still good. Um, so hopefully that answered your question there, uh, and. AMD. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if we are able to start getting desktop... So Intel had its own um, mobile chipsets, and I've seen, we've seen them in certain devices. And I think we've realized that, for the most part, I think it's pretty much a, a, basically an ARM processor. And I think Intel is not really very heavily invested in sticking into ARM at this point uh, in the sense of having their own just dedicated chipset. Um, I think it's pretty much a Qualcomm, Exynos, Kirin, and of course, uh, MediaTek that are going to be the major players here. Uh, there are obviously other SOC makers, but those are the general, the main known ones around the market. But yeah, I, I'm personally team AMD uh, on my desktop PC. And I actually finally got, um, and recently I did a video um, for the XCA channel on a, uh, a laptop that actually ran the Ryzen 5 mobile chipset, which is a, it also has an integrated uh, video as well uh, capabilities. It actually was pretty nice. I like them. I, I'm really happy with them because they generally perform uh, better in the sense of power consumption, as well as the fact that they give you a comparable experience as an Intel. It's not a gaming laptop. It's a general use laptop overall, but I feel like it works really, really nicely. Um um, how to participate in the, uh, I forgot to mention. Yes. So we're almost at the time where I'm going, I want to be able to draw the, the winner on this. Very simple. Uh, last week's video, episode 20 of the uh, Saturday morning with tech, the video is live. Obviously, um, you just, all you need to do is uh, like, and comment. So leave a comment on that video and make sure you hit the like on that, uh, on the video. And that pretty much is the entry. And I think we're, we'll, we'll be pulling the name in about maybe five minutes. So it's a uh, 12, 11, 12 right now. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely be pulling the, the, the winner in about five minutes. If you haven't had a chance, make sure to jump that in there. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Matt Tyler is uh, basically saying Exynos uh, and obviously the uh, the vomit uh, <laughs> uh, emoji there. I think, and and obviously he's, uh, just to kind of preface, uh, preface that one, uh, he actually uses, uh, or he's used the Exynos processors. This is mostly his, he's based on experience, of course. Um, just getting, uh, just getting the notification from new YouTube. Oh, it is interesting, isn't it? How YouTube does the notification for the live stream. It's a live stream, right? So it's not a video that could be live later on. Uh, but Chemi, thank you very much. Uh, one of my buddies as well from the honor days and honor travel days as well. Uh, hey, Majid, uh, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm giving it a few more minutes. I see there was about six more people that uh, left a, a like on the video. So that's good. So we got a couple of more people getting in there. It was 50 when we started. And I will give it, like I said, about three three or four more minutes. 57. Yep. I got seeing people jumping in there. Um, would you call Intel cheaply made? I think it wasn't cheaply made. I think it was just not fo uh, the the focus was. You have to under we have to keep in mind that none of the chipsets that we have on our mobile devices today 
came about by just magic obviously they they've had years of uh de development and focus into what what your basically your experience is on them so when you look at that and you look at the fact that we've been using them for quite some time intel just hasn't really invested heavily in the mobile space as much as they've invested in the desktop and the mobile in the pc space so they're known for their for their pcs obviously they just literally dropped i think within a week ago the embargo lifted on some of their new chipsets so they're dominating in that field um, the mobile space for them is something that is just something that I feel like um, just hasn't been a main focus for them. If they've had enough time and they had enough, uh, basically a built up of an ecosystem there, I think they'll be able, be able to be more competitive in the market. Uh, but as far as general mobile uh, devices right now, I think Qualcomm is hard to beat. Karen is hard to beat as well as uh, the Exynos. And I think they go in that order right now. For me, it's Qualcomm, Karen, and Exynos. Not that they're bad in the order that they're descending. It's just that that's how the hierarchy is set up. But yeah, I, I appreciate the fact that I think Intel just needed a little bit more time and more dedication into it. Um, I didn't even uh, get the YouTube notification. I got the Twitter notification. See, that's it's yeah, I know it's the story of my life. Notifications are 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 fun. Um, no, actually, this was the first time I decided to actually tweet it before the show came up live. I normally like to tweet it in the middle of the show, but I appreciate uh, the fact that I think some people are starting to see it. Uh, and so, quick. Sorry, it meant, meant the new chip uh, made by Samsung and AMD together. Oh, you're talking about the chipsets that are going to be going in. Uh, to, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Stefan's talking about the new chipsets, uh, you know, mobile chipsets. Um, I haven't really done that much research on those uh, as far as basically the, my understanding, the biggest thing that this is coming in with Samsung is uh, as far as the talks about them being uh, working with Google as far as providing the chipset for the next version of their Pixel line, the Pixel 5, uh, the Pixel 5 line of devices. So we'll have to see how that goes. Um, IU did get the, uh, did get the notification. Yes, no, definitely. Okay. So not that I do, I, let me double check, make sure a, oh man, you'd be, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sharma. Hey man, how you doing? So um feeling like we're around 50 here. So about 40 minutes. Let's go ahead and bring it in. Let me share my screen. And let me see if we do this correctly. So here we are. I'll go ahead and say share. And I am gonna, yeah, it worked. I love it when it works correctly. So here you guys have it. So obviously, this is my uh, access to my, the background here on my uh, on my channel real quick. So we'll go ahead and refresh. I think if I'm not mistaken, a um, couple of people went in and I did I want to say that they got a chance. So here's the video from last week. Of course, we're going to switch over to the right. 62. Oh, wow. We had a few more people. Okay, so pretty good. Uh, so all I'm going to do basically at this point is I'm going to be pulling one winner. So obviously, there's one phone and we'll be obviously providing you guys the, the winner on that one. Uh, and of course, I'm using one of my uh, my nice little tools here under TubeBuddy. And if I'm hoping I'll be able to do this correctly. So here in and we're going to pick a winner. Very, very nicely. And uh, as as we're getting close there, I want to say real quick, actually jump back. Sorry, because I feel like it's not going to show up. I want to say thank you, Matt Tyler. <laughs> I appreciate it for the, uh, for the super chat and uh, always appreciate it. Again, happy birthday, bro. Can't, can't wait to see you guys tomorrow. I, I hope you guys, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, let, let us know who you're... Um, I'll let you announce who your uh, your guest is for tomorrow's video. Uh, they're also running their own live stream on Twitch tomorrow. Him and Sam are obviously going to be running it as well. So let's switch over back to the display. And I think I can do this. Yes, here we are. So drum roll, please. In the I guess if you guys have it, let's see who it is. We're going to choose basically one person. Obviously, if it does pick one of my comments, since I did respond on some people, we'll just redraw. But other than that, uh, I'll go ahead and find the winner. 
And I, as I mentioned to you guys, the, the process is very simple. Whomever the winner is, I will respond to their comment that they left on the video. And they have 24 hours from the moment I respond back to respond back to me and confirm. And at that point, that's pretty much it. They're selected as the winner and we'll move forward. If for any reason um, they don't actually respond to me within 24 hours, another person will be drawn and until somebody responds. Uh, hopefully, it's a small enough group. I'm hoping, you know, the, actually, I'm hoping the winner is even in the actual live stream right now. So. Uh, if you guys are ready, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Oh, okay. So it's going to be, uh, Tim Schofield is going to be over on the, the chat, which basically, uh, the, uh, across the pond cast, um, uh, with Matt and Sam, uh, tomorrow in the afternoon, uh, Pacific standard time. And I think evening time in the UK, but let's not waste any time. Okay. Let's go ahead and do this. Uh, and uh, let's see real quick. So let's say I pick the winner, picking the winner, Lanny Tuts. Lanny Tuts got to win. Uh, so believe it or not, Lanny has been a follower of this channel. And I know it's a she because I, I, she follows me also on Instagram. Um, she's actually been a follower of the channel for quite some time. And I, so first and foremost, congratulations, Lanny. Uh, and I hope you are in the chat and I hope you get a chance to obviously uh, see the response and answer me back. I didn't see your name in the live stream right now, but it doesn't mean obviously that you're not there. Uh, so again, uh, so Lanny is going to be, or Lanny or Lonnie, hopefully it's the right name, um, is the winner right now. So I will basically just do this on my side. I will switch over to studio and I'm going to just real quickly as I'm talking to you guys, I'm going to leave a comment so we can start the timer on this one. And uh, I'll give it a second here. Uh, but yeah, so it seems like, let me go ahead and say first, first more, let's switch over back. So uh, yeah, congratulations again, Lani. Uh, and I will go ahead and, as I said, just go ahead and leave a comment right now for her. And uh, again, we have 24 hours to get a comment back and I will communicate with her on um, how we'll be able to get her this, the brand new, it's still brand new, um, Honor V20, uh, sorry, View 10. I keep confusing the names, but let's go ahead and find the comments. Uh, very, very happy for you. A long time follower, a long, long time uh, supporter of the channel, even here on even on Instagram. So let's go ahead and do Lani. And yeah, actually, weird enough, actually, there isn't even a comment from me back to her um, already. So let me go ahead. Uh, we'll do that. Let me just type it in. Switch over here. I'm winning. Okay, so I went ahead and commented back to her. So hopefully this will send the notification back to her and we should be able to go, uh, jump back over there. Uh, but yeah, no, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, congrats. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, again, uh, it is a very nice, it's very nice to see somebody obviously that's been with the channel for quite some time. And I, and I want to say sometimes like I'm talking years, um, that I'm very familiar with, you know, she, she comments on my, uh, on my, uh, on my posts, obviously on Instagram. So that's generally how I, I connected the two dots. Uh, but I also know that it is, she's basically a big fan of the channel. So thank you very much. And congratulations to you as well. Um, 
And with that being said, it's not going to be the last one. Look forward in the next video. I think I do. I'm finding things that I can give away, which I feel like will be a really good opportunity for you guys. Um, and I think it will definitely be something really good for you guys to appreciate. And of course, just a little bit of a give back to you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, no. Thank you, man. Thanks. Um, so uh, here, uh, why does OnePlus or Android not update their devices after three years like Apple and iPhone? I think it's mostly because of the development cycle and the software support. Apple supports a very small number of devices, right? If you look at them realistically, they released, well, I mean, now they released a plethora. So this year they released the iPhone SE 2020, right? But last year they released four main iPhones and they didn't really update anything else. So they've had basically four phones to support. The software update and the hardware development over years, especially since they developed their own uh, processors, makes it easy for them to carry a little bit longer life cycle as far as operating system. Now, keep in mind, when we say Apple supports devices over for an extended amount of time, we have to also mention the fact that Apple also slows down their devices after a certain amount of time. So updating to the latest version of iOS doesn't always mean the best experience on the device, let's say if it's three years or four years. So Android, on the other end, has a certain limitation as far as the ability of supporting their devices because they iterate a lot faster. The same manufacturer may be releasing multiple devices, and I'm not talking just three or four. They may be releasing close to five to 10 devices a year. If we talk about an example, Xiaomi. Xiaomi has so many sub-brands and so many companies that run under it. For them to be able to have such a massive development, a software development team to be able to support each device and each version of their software, it's hard. Um, so on a daily, uh, on the daily, I would feel like Apple has a much more organized, streamlined experience and easier process to support. Um, and of course, you just get that a little different with Android. So I feel like that's where Android comes in. But they're also trying to keep up with what uh, Google provides, because it's also something that Google set the trend for, right? Google supports devices to a certain extent. And then, of course, manufacturers has to follow through. But at some point, they need to give kind of like an end of life kind of experience. And for some reason, it seems like that's the timeline difference. But again, both do well. I think OnePlus is a great company to offer, uh, you know, updates. And of course, keep in mind, once the updates stop, that's, that's where XDA jump in on Android. With Apple, if you have a device that is just not supported anymore, you're pretty much where you are. That's it. So not much you could do after that, uh, of course. Um, here uh congratulations everybody of course yeah everybody's saying congratulations to lani i appreciate it uh matt's uh juan baglens just voted for me uh, <laughs> uh, just voted for uh for, for me this fixed okay i i must have missed the comment before uh when is the oneplus 8 pro giveaway are you uh so i would say this right now this is the only oneplus 8 pro that i have I don't have a way of giving that one away at this point, sadly. Uh, and I won't be able to do anything related to that, at least for a year till I see the next version of the device. That's generally what usually happens. So hard to, for me to give away these devices, unless I, unless if OnePlus is watching the channel and they'd like to sponsor a giveaway on the channel, I have no problem putting it through to you guys, of course, and sharing with that. Uh, and I'll try to reach out and see if they do have uh, additional hardware to help me out with. So unfortunately, not yet. So I, I didn't want to ignore the question, but I wanted to let you know. Um, here let me double check here real quick and see my notifications are, are are bouncing all over the place should really disable the sound on those um 
For gaming, iOS versus Android, which one is better? Uh, I think the experience on Android is going to be a lot better, mostly because of the high refresh rate. Uh, and now that we're seeing more gaming-specific phones, like you know the uh, ROG phone, or even basically if we're talking about uh, you know like the Red Magic 5G, uh, the the Black Shark 3, uh, we're talking the Black Shark 3 Pro has a QHD display with 90 hertz. Uh, the ROG phone has 120 frames per second refresh rate on a 1080p panel, and of course the Red Magic 5G jumps over to 144. So for gaming hands down, I feel like Android has it and they definitely push it. Now, does it mean playing games on iOS isn't good? Absolutely not. I think iOS has, of course, a very robust ecosystem and also a very good um, game development system that actually is supportive for the developers. So from a game selection standpoint, I feel like that's going to be a little bit harder to say Android is much better. I feel like Apple's doing a really good job of making their devices friendlier and better for gaming. But I feel like the, the refresh rate and the resolution on the display has been something that's been holding them back. So my hope is that the iPhone 12 or the 12 series of devices will fix that. But for me right now, I feel like Android is still on top of that, especially, again, 144 hertz, hands down. Um um, oh, Juan is in the comments. Oh, here we are. And may or may not uh, be uh, going hands-on with an Xperia Mach 2 soon. See, he was a little bit more uh, <laughs> on the point with it. I didn't even say anything about that, JC. Uh, so Juan and I, yeah, we may, we may not. I don't know. You'll find out soon. Uh, stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, both Juan Carlos and myself, to hopefully find out very, very soon uh, if we are going to get hands-on on a device said Mach 1, uh, sorry, Mach 2, very, very soon. Uh, so yeah, very, very happy. Juan Carlos is in the comments. Uh, as I missed it. That's why I, I just realized that there. Um, why do people ask for giveaways? Sorry, really annoying me. Uh, creators, I mean, I, I realize I think a lot of people, uh, they do ask for those. And I feel like the reality at the end of the day, the giveaways will happen whenever we're able to and we're able to share things with you guys. Again, when I ran into this guy and I wanted to give it away, I felt like this was a great way for me to share it with you guys. And if you noticed, I didn't do a gleam and tweeting every day and all of this. I literally wanted to keep this as small as possible for the channel. And again, for the people that are obviously hanging out with me on Saturdays and making sure to checking out this, this stream. So for me, th that's the best way to do it. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. If I get a lot of questions about giveaways, I generally, you know, again, it doesn't change. It doesn't make the frequency as often. It's possible that I may be able to do more, but it's never really something that I always want to drive for it because uh, I want to, well, realistically, I want to make sure that you guys are subscribed for the right reasons. Don't subscribe just because you want to, you know, for a giveaway specifically, just because you want those. At the end of the day, giveaways have a, a very much a small limited uh, benefit to the creator because of the reality of the matter is if you subscribe just for the giveaway and you unsubscribe after, it doesn't really help anybody. I want to, I literally wanted somebody that was a, a fan of the channel for years and I could not have asked for it uh, any better for than somebody that Lonnie, I hope really that she does answer right away. And of course, uh, just keep in mind, uh, it's somebody that's been supporting me for years. So this is something that one of the reasons why I wanted to do it this way. But I, I definitely understand what Matt is talking about, of course. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, you guys know it. This, that's exactly how I am. I don't I don't try to um, look at it as one way or another. Uh, my goal essentially is to make sure that the tech that we're looking at, we're talking about is obviously going to be the best. Uh, Definitely, and let it talk for itself. Matt Tyler, agree. Yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, man, hands down. Appreciate it, bud. Uh, Timmy is asking, um, what was the minimum spec to get um, in a gaming laptop? Um, 
realistically, I would say, I, and I, I mean, it, we're talking gaming, like serious gaming, I would say definitely an i7, uh, an i7 processor, uh, an Intel i7 processor, a Ryzen 7, at least not a Ryzen 5, uh, just mostly for the CPU and at least 16 gigs of RAM, I, I wouldn't go with eight, eight is, is, I would say literally bare minimum, and you're going to hit certain games that don't necessarily support it. So 12 gigs of RAM, at least a 512 gig SSD with an i7 core processor, or uh, basically a Ryzen 7. So something of that class should be decent enough for you to be able to game, uh, game on them. And of course, if you're running on an Intel uh, chipset, I would recommend at least, um, I would say a 1080 or a 2080 uh, GPU from NVIDIA. Those are going to be comparable. You can obviously work with something a little bit lower than that, but I'm just talking about like just consistent, good gaming. So so, and I think the twenty, the, the ten eighty laptops now should be pretty reasonably priced. Uh, hashtag TKR Bay. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, where where did Greg jump off? Here it is. Uh, okay, I, I gotta go. So, thank you, Greg, for jumping in. Uh, I appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Uh, first message: How is how is that so? Okay, so uh, Young's actually responding back to uh, Juan Carlos. Hopefully, you guys you get to see that. Uh, one sh OnePlus should, uh, should sponsor and do uh, do some stickers next on the stream. <laughs> hey, man, how you doing? Hope you're doing well. Uh, I hope so. I really hope so. I would really appreciate it if they're able to. Uh, believe it or not, there's actually a big following of OnePlus on the channel, and I'm very happy and very appreciative of them being on the channel with us, of course. Um, if you haven't checked that in or if you haven't had a chance to hear it yet, uh, uh, we did actually uh, pick the, the winner, and the winner is Lani Tutz, uh, and I did basically respond back to her directly on the actual uh, live stream or the comments from last year, from, from last week's video. So again, um, I hope she gets back to me within uh, 24 hours, and as, long, as soon as I hear back from her, that confirms it. If unfortunately, for some reason or another, she does not get back to me, even though, uh, again, longtime supporter, I will go ahead and pull another uh, winner, of course. TK, please show me the OnePlus 8 Pro recent firmware update and a quick review uh, after the update. Um, the biggest update that they pushed out with the last update on the OnePlus 8 Pro has been, hasn't really addressed the, 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 the display concern. So if you're looking mostly on the display side, I haven't had that issue on my unit, so I haven't really seen a necess necessity or basically haven't needed to see that, that, uh, that, that function uh, basically highlighted. Um, but as far as the actual performance, the camera performance and, of course, uh, just the overall general performance is hard to really show other than just basically showing you the device works great. Uh, but let's go ahead and just switch over and let me just uh, show you some of the images, the last few images that we were able to do. Uh, actually, this was from last last week's live stream. Um, I think the overall experience on the actual device hasn't really changed much. Uh, for me, it hasn't really been a big issue. So if you've had problems with the phone, uh, as far as the camera, they did do, they did actually push out some updates for the camera, which is definitely very good. So overall, I feel like if you are in the camp of thinking about getting a OnePlus 8 Pro, uh, make sure you get it from a place that you you are able to exchange it in case it does have any problems with the display. But otherwise, the, the last update was definitely very nice to... As far as perform back, because I actually lost, I'm back. I am back. <laughs> it's like it has to happen once a uh, once a week. Um, I did run a Geekbench score between both the A Pro and uh, the X, the Fine X2 Pro, and I realized that they actually very pretty much neck and neck. But the actual One Plus Eight Pro did it ever so slightly edge ahead of uh, the Find X2 Pro, even though they literally are running the same processor and very much the similar uh, as far as the uh, the RAM as well. Um, 
What is the OnePlus 8 Pro touch response? It's 170 hertz. So where it's 240 on the OnePlus 8 Pro, it's 170 on uh, the OnePlus 8. So not as fast, but definitely uh, good enough for gaming and overall general experience. It's some of the things that they they did basically uh, had to compromise on to get to, to fit into that price point. But yeah, uh, 170 on that one. Hopefully that, that helps you there. Uh, Gary's question is, uh, is uh, if Google stops making pixels or if they go mid-range, uh, I'm all in on OnePlus. So I, I'm with you on the sense of the, I was very, very much surprised when I heard the the shift in in, uh, in approach, if they do decide to just go mid-range. And when we're saying mid-range, we're talking about the like the Snapdragon 765, which is not actually a very slow processor. It's the best of the mid-range processors. This is seven series, um, either be it the 765 or the 768, which is pretty much a 765 slightly overclocked. Um, I feel like it's going to change a lot of people's perspective. I think a lot of us do appreciate having a, a Pixel device with uh, some of the latest specifications. Uh, the shift in some of the, the leaks that we're seeing, if, uh, even that with the fact that the Pixel 4a will not have an XL model, that is pretty much just going to be a smaller form factor, which essentially a 4a with 5G and a 4a without 5G. Uh, that's also a, a surprise. I'm not sure why, uh, and if the, the departure of some of the main uh, main designers, of course, or the people that were in, in the Pixel team from the company is affecting that. Uh, but I think OnePlus definitely with a great Gcam mod will, will work as good and give you a really good experience. I feel like uh, Pixel still needs to work as far as the pricing uh, and, of course, better adoption in markets. And I, and I hope they also start selling them in more markets outside of the U.S. and not just, you know, U.S. and Europe, but also like go into India, go into the Middle East, because those are areas that definitely would benefit from them uh, and want to be able to buy them, but haven't really been able to buy them directly. So hopefully that, that gets us there. Uh, yeah, it, it is buffering a little bit on, on my end. Let me just jump back into the stream. Um, I'm not sure why, but for me in the actual live stream, it looks great. Uh, outside of that, though, it doesn't. Let me just jump here and we'll do YouTube. Back. My computer and where I am are actually quite far. So let's open it up here. Uh, no, it seems like it's okay. So it's coming back. It's coming back. It's good. So we're not we're not too far off. Um, yeah, thanks, Aditi. I appreciate it. Uh, Matt Tyler, how so? Uh, what's up with? Oh, okay. I think they're they're commenting back to each other. Great. So uh, here, why did, why YouTubers do not compare between the iPad Pro and the Microsoft Surface Pro devices, and consider the iPad Pro is the best tab is the is the iPad Pro the best tablet, and do you think that the iPad Pro is the best tablet, and why? Um, so comparing Microsoft to Apple, it's an ecosystem situation. Uh, most of us, it's like saying, you know, like, why don't you, I mean, you'll see a lot of comparison between Android and iOS. And I feel like there, there's a certain caveat you have to jump in when you're making a comparison, because that comparison is literally made for somebody that is getting into the ecosystem that is not already vested in. If you've owned an Android device and you've been unhappy for some time, that may be obviously a, also a wild card that goes in there. But you're literally preaching to the choir. If you're preaching saying that the app, iPad is the best tablet on the market, you're basically preaching to an iPad owner. An Android owner that owns an, an Android tablet generally will not be researching an iPad online unless they're looking to buy into a new tablet. Uh, now, from personally using iPads and using Android tablets as well, do I think iPad, though the iPad Pro is definitely the best tablet? I think we can't ignore the fact that iPads or iOS or an, an Apple made the tablet form factor a success. So that's first and foremost. Uh, they've always basically tried to push the limitations of what you can do with a tablet. And of course, the latest iPad Pros are proven. Basically, I would say a, a very much a blurred line between the MacBook Air and what you can do on a tablet. So yes, 
I think iPads are the best tablets on the market if you're looking to get the latest and greatest and the best experience. Are they, um, are they, you know, why don't we compare them to basically service book tablets? Because again, if you're a Windows ecosystem user and the tools that you use are Windows-based applications, iPad can't even compete. It, iPad still runs a basically a mobile platform optimized for uh, tablets, uh, where you know obviously a Windows PC is running a Windows version of, of you know a full version of Windows. Even if you run the ARM version uh, of Windows, it's still a desktop experience that hasn't been basically shifted over. So that's the best experience to look at. Hard to basically say why one is over, better than the other, but it's more of a usability situation. Um, yeah, I think. Oh, I think he commented it twice there. So. Uh, please make a detailed comparison video uh, on the cameras on the OnePlus 8 Pro versus the 11 Pro. With uh, I, I, I appreciate, yes, no, I do have the 11 Pro. I have the actually the 11 Pro Max, but the 11 Pro and the 11 Pro Max both have the same cameras. So the OnePlus 8 Pro, that's a video that I think a lot of people were asking me uh, as well. Uh, but they, I've also seen some people that want to see a comparison between these two. Uh, just truly see the comparison between what are the, the comparisons as far as performance, gaming, and of course the camera. So we'll definitely look into those. Um, is there, uh, oh, sorry, will there be a OnePlus 8, uh, 8T Pro? So uh, this year, uh, it's going to be, I think the, if we follow obviously the last year's uh, uh, evolutionary step, I think there's going to be an 8T and an 8T Pro. Yes. Uh, will there be a major difference between the two? I feel like the iter iterative upgrade between the beginning of the year and the later latter part of the year will be small and minimal at best. Um, we already have obviously the best situation as far as the displays. I feel like the display will probably be the same. There may be some internal uh, tweaks that they can do, but uh, I think if you're picking up a device at the beginning of the year with the 2020, like this 8 Pro, you're definitely not going to be disappointed. I think it's definitely going to be really good. Um, ROG phone, uh, the latest rumors that we're looking into that, obviously it looks like it's within the next couple of months. So midsummer, we'll be hearing about the ROG phone three. Uh, and my hope obviously is 144 uh, or either 144 or at least 120 with QHD. Now we want to be able to see higher resolution. We know the 120 QHD exists, obviously proof uh, and proof. Uh, so it would be amazing if they're able to push it beyond that and go QHD with 144 because that would just rock it. So yes, definitely very soon on the ROG phone too. Uh, three, uh, Matt Tyler, the OnePlus 8 Pro's fingerprint, uh, fingerprint scanner uh, is a more of a hit and miss for me and I've had serious issues setting it up and maybe it can be fixed in software update. I think so. I think the overall experience, and I'm not sure if we're, um, so first and foremost, make sure you're running the latest version. So here, let's just open it up. I didn't want to, here, so unlock. And uh, sorry, I'll have to take away your comment, Matt. Not that I want to hide it, but uh, so here, lock, unlock. Let me know if this is how it's been for you. For me, this is literally consistent, and then I have the same exact situation here. It just unlocks right away. Um, I would say definitely make sure you register the the, the thumb, and then when you're registering, it do as, as much as possible, not just the straight down as much as just do sideways, upwards, and do get it have it basically cover your finger really, really well. Um, also, are you using it? Uh, did you end up installing that glass protector that you uh, you you shared with me? Because I haven't received those yet. Uh, that also sometimes may uh, hinder the experience. Glass protectors do somewhat delay the fact because there is a slightly higher gap between where you are uh, and where your finger is. Uh, I don't have a screen protector on mine as well. Uh, the X Find X2 does. Uh, sorry, that was his. And uh, here, uh, Gary, I hope Google gets themselves sorted. Yeah, I, I really, really, really hope that they do. 
Um, let me jump back really. Okay. So here's the comment we got from Juan Carlos. Hey, hope Google will start using their own chips soon. Uh, could be the biggest win for pixel, especially if we start. Absolutely. So, um, Juan Carlos, if you guys are not familiar with, uh, is a buddy of mine, very, very good friend of the channel. Juan Carlos has his own channel as well. Uh, Juan Bagnell. And, um, so yeah, if Google starts dealing with it or working the experience, I mean, the best way to say it is just, even if they do take a page out of Apple's, uh, book, have your own chipset, have your own ecosystem on the hardware. And obviously, since you work heavily on the software optimization, that will just basically kill it because whichever system you go with the SOC, even if you build your own or if you contract it through a company, but make a specific, uh, like a proper a proprietary chipset. Having the software optimized for that is basically how Apple's been doing great with a lower amount of RAM, uh, lower processing. Not to say that the A13 or the, A, uh, the the processors are slow, but the the requirements for the performance as far as the system. We don't have 12 gigs of RAM on an iPhone. Android for 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 you know for OnePlus, they're utilizing 12 gigs. That would mean we haven't seen four gigs of RAM for quite some time. We have seen six, eight, 12. Uh, some devices have 16. Apple's been able to do great with two gigs. Again, that's due to the fact that they take care of their processors, their hardware, as well as their software in the same company. And I think Google will definitely benefit that as well. Um, so Juan Carlos, definitely, I appreciate the, that one there. Um, where are we there? And I think here. T T oh, my. <laughs> Oh, uh, manicure. Yes. No, this is a uh, quarantine life, my friend. Self-manicure, self-beard trimming, self-everything. Um, realistically, it's been tough. It's been tough, man. But yeah, um, I, uh, you know, actually, let me, let's just say this. Uh, Juan, let me know what you think about maybe uh, you and I getting on a live stream in the near future. Uh, we'll do something uh, like we like we usually do. I think it'll be a good uh, uh, conversation, uh, a show conversation between the two of us. And maybe we'll do that. And I think it'll be good. Uh, maybe, maybe I can come over on Monday or jump in on Monday's uh, live stream for a little bit. We'll talk. Um, which which Quad HD panel is better, the Oppo Find uh, the the OnePlus Eight Pro or the Find X Two Pro? Uh, answer is pretty simple. They're very similar panels, but if you cut down to the point of just basically the, the tuning and the performance, I feel like the Find X2 Pro is a little bit better. It does edge out a little bit. Both can get very bright. Both are very beautiful uh, panels. And I say this because, again, here's both devices, and I'm going to put them side by side. And you put them next to each other, and you look at the panels. They, I, are, it literally looks identical, uh, performance-wise. They perform again very much the same. And they're both very fast, both supporting a very fast re uh, resolution. So very happy with both. But if I had to just go down basically the specifics, I feel like the Find X2 Pro is just ever so slightly higher as far as, the, and it's mostly a tuning thing, not that it's actually better as far as uh, physically as the panel is. So we'll jump back into that one. Um, and Aditya, uh, hence the TKR pay, and you are uh, some, uh, some oh, some Faraday cage. Uh, <laughs> posterior guy oh my god yes um I, there's there's this running thing going on with <laughs> hopefully i'm back yes i am back I, I I seriously think my internet provider every Saturday morning they're like this guy's going live let's start messing with him because this doesn't happen on my uh, uh, on the live stream for Amazon although it did kind of go slightly off 
but yeah, no, definitely. Uh, so the joke essentially is whatever Juan Carlos is doing, we'll just basically just like hashtag something and end it with guy. So hashtag our guy, some dancing guy, some singing guy, some camera guy. And this is some Faraday cage <laughs> posterior uh, guy. Um, I don't have a screen protector on it at all. Latest software um, in my experience is a lot different than yours. Um, uh, it doesn't recognize my finger. Uh, I have I have to set it up multiple times, so I don't know. Um, that is interesting. Do me a favor, just to, for the sake of experimenting, uh, try it with your other hand. Rec register a different thumb or a different finger on your uh, on your hand, and just see if it performs the exact same way. And uh, I'm not sure if it's something uh, maybe. I don't know. It, it's that's that's a tough one. I'm hoping it's not a def an issue with the hardware. Uh, but if you are running the software, let me just double check for me on my side. I think if I'm not mistaken, about no, not there. Yeah, I am using the right one here. Just want to make sure. So here, uh, I am running 10.5.8 IN11AA. So that's the version of the software that I'm running on mine. And if I'm not mistaken, I think there is no more updates. I think I'm running the latest version of Oxygen OS. Yes. So uh, hopefully you're running that one. And if you're not, let's talk uh, after and see if we can get it sideloaded to your device. Uh, will OnePlus release truly wireless headphones in the future? Believe it or not, they were supposed to release a pair from what we heard in the rumors uh, at the same time as the OnePlus 8 and 8 Pro. My hope essentially is that the rumors that are going around right now with the truly wireless will come around at the same time as the supposedly, again, rumored OnePlus X. Uh, so in the near future, I feel like the reason why they haven't gone that route is because they haven't found a way to provide you the same experience as what you're getting with the Bullets Wireless. Uh, they released the Bullets Wireless Z, which I feel like are a more budget-friendly, low-latency experience. But again, I feel like the Wireless Bullets 2 are still the best headphones that they have to offer. Uh, the Z is great, but it's just not the same experience from the audio quality standpoint. It's great from the price point, but again, uh, I hope that they'll see it soon. Um, some jealous hashtag, some jealous guy, <laughs> Matt. Oh my God. So DT is jumping back in. Um, uh, any residue on your fingers, uh, after, uh, wearing gloves or maybe cuts, that was exactly what I was thinking about that idea. So DT is, uh, giving some uh, real quick comments, mostly about uh, Matt Tyler's experience with the fingerprint sensor on the OnePlus. Uh, obviously, if your fingers are either, uh, there's residue oil, if you're wearing the, you're trying to unlock your device after just taking them out of, you know, wearing gloves for an extended amount of time, those things will actually uh, hinder the experience, obviously. So I recommend always setting up face unlock, fingerprint unlock at the same time so that it ends up using the best possible way if you'd like, but definitely let us know. Uh, Hey, okay. So I'm hoping this comment is for me. Juan Carlos is uh, for sure. So look forward to some live streaming between myself and Juan Carlos in the near future on 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 a device that you guys like and I, on a device that you guys will appreciate and of course uh, love covering on the on the channel. I'll leave it there. I'll just leave it there. Uh, both both thumb are are oh, interesting. So both thumbs are acting at the same. Okay, so I have a feeling that there may be some there may be an issue. That, that may be more of a hardware issue. I'm hoping it's not a, because if you're running the latest software and it's running the same way on both finger, on both your thumbs, it may be something else uh, going on. So if you're able to do a swap, I think that may be something that you want to consider before you're, I'm not sure how your exchange policy is, but I think you have, you know, before you have to start using the warranty from OnePlus. So let me know how that goes. Um, Aditya is jumping back. Uh, TK has entered the building. Yes, I know. I keep I keep ducking in and coming back. Yeah, <laughs> TK's back. Uh, oh, 11BA. So I think we should be the same one then. No. 
I'm running 11AA. You're actually ahead of me. If you're running BA, so you're technically a one version ahead of me. So wonder why. That is interesting. It also could be a region. Maybe they're your uh, your version of the software, the BA, is the same as the AA. Maybe just more marketed towards Europe. Um, I, I like I said, honestly, if if it's something that is so, let's just say this: if it's an issue, take care of it before your return policy, your exchange policy expires, because you still have that exchange policy before you start having to do a warranty exchange. That takes a lot longer. You have to send it in. There's a whole bunch of things going on, um, and I feel like exchanging it within the first window of purchase is much easier. Hopefully that gets in there. Um, so yeah, um, with that being said, um, I did want to mention real quick as far as some of the stuff coming in this week um, on the on the channel. Um, I'm working on a video. That, so let's put it this way. There's a couple of videos coming out that are going to be very cool, very nice, and very, uh, I cannot confirm what they're going to be on, but I let you guys know. You guys kind of know what they are, what they're going to be uh, coming up in the near future. And then of course, there I'm also working on a, uh, a video comparing the Mi 10 and the OnePlus 8. I feel like those two devices are, since I don't have the Mi 10 Pro, I didn't really feel like the Mi 10 should be compared to the OnePlus 8 Pro. I felt like a Mi 10, uh, you know, a 1080, uh, I think it's like a 1080p, uh, 90 hertz refresh rate panel to a 90 hertz refresh with 1080p panel on both devices. Both have multiple cameras. And of course, uh, both of them roughly priced close enough to the price point that, uh, that they feel like a good comparison between the two. So that video is going to be coming out uh, this week on the channel. Uh, look forward to a video on an S20 tablet, not a Samsung. It's called an S20. That's just the name of it as well on the channel, as well as uh, the Soundcore uh, Liberty Pro 2 uh, headphones as well. I'm, I'm finishing up the video on that. Um, I think those are going to be really, really used. Um, really really good use case for a lot of people on the channel uh sharma if i replace my oneplus 8 pro battery from the oneplus 8 service center in the future after three years will it survive five years like the iphone what do you think uh, so if the battery is replaced yes there's no question that you'll be able to have obviously a, a good battery life for the experience that you're getting uh, now unfortunately security patch updates and software updates officially through oneplus will obviously stop at some point but if uh, i'm assuming you obviously know me either from xda or something relating to development um, you are obviously very aware that OnePlus's community obviously survives. There is a build from Lineage OS, other operating system that you can download that will extend the software experience on your device for quite some time beyond those years. So yes, if you get the battery replaced, I don't think there's a reason why you wouldn't be able to basically get the device or keep it for a few additional few years. I think the experience may be different, but the device and the hardware will still be very nice. Uh, but again, a lot of us upgrade not necessarily because our hardware ops is obsolete, but it's either for us because of certain specific features we want to be able to watch or get and, of course, start using. That, that generally pushes the upgrade cycle on a, most of the time. Uh, because I actually know still some people that are using, uh, like, I mean, that still use devices from three years to four years, and they haven't found a need to upgrade to a new device. Um, this one is uh, okay. So uh, Matt's talking about the, the OnePlus 8 Pro. So his version is he bought it from John Lewis. Uh, uh, not Okay, not, not a single update since he powered it on with 11B. I think it's mostly because of when you got it. I've had my unit I've had for literally about two months. I got it at the end of March. So I've had it all of March and all, we're almost at the end of May. So almost two months now. And that's why I have a few versions of software update. Uh, but I also know that in the past, uh, the way OnePlus does it, at least with their updates, if you're not trying to do VPN somewhere to be able to get the update early, uh, they generally push updates in certain markets first so that they don't get uh, they don't flood their servers or their update servers with demands for every single device. So there may be a staged rollout that you, you're running a different version of the software. 
um, reach out to their support, see if there's maybe some kind of an issue, or maybe they have a documented issue with the version of BA, the 11 BA version that you have. We'll have to see that. Uh, but if you're able to exchange it, yes. If not, um, hopefully they can fix it in software. Um, can I? Uh, I can't use the same phone for more than two months. Uh, I'm a phone addict. Uh, so Arsenal, believe me, man, I, I know I know the life. And the last few months, even though we've all been kind of you know in this situation where we're all sitting in at home for quite some time, uh, it's been a it's been a season for phones. It's and and with the fact that there is no um, basically PR, uh, big stages and events, uh, companies are been have been more willing to uh, be more. Uh, friendly with sending uh, at least me and you know and hopefully with Juan Carlos as well uh, devices to be able to check out so I'm very happy with that but uh man hey if the pocket can allow it and uh and uh you know you're able to hand with it enjoy it have fun with it literally every two months there's something new coming out I mean sometimes I feel like every week um we'll chat after uh don't want to take up anymore yeah don't worry about it we'll, we'll definitely keep it in uh, Stefan, please, please, uh, does the OnePlus 8 Pro hide text input box when typing in Instagram, um, YouTube, amongst and more? Okay, let's, if I get this correctly, so you're saying is um, hide the text box when typing? Um, I don't think it does. I think overall for me, so let's go ahead and open up Instagram here. And then uh, let's go ahead and open up one of my videos or one of my pictures and i'll go ahead and open up the box so here i'll show you exactly what it looks like so this uh hey stefan real quick so here's the oneplus 8 pro i'll bring the microphone over uh so here's the uh, the actual comment obviously if i hit the video to hit the comment so everything kind of shifts up to the top i can start typing and this is pretty much where i'm done and if i hide the keyboard it doesn't bring back the everything but it keeps the text box for me to read so even though i'm typing here and, and you guys can see right there. So here's this is uh, Lonnie's uh, comment. So I'll go ahead and put it in. This is Lonnie's comment on uh, the Find X2 Pro. Again, as I said, big, big fan there. Um, and it, here, so essentially, I'm able to scroll through all the comments. Nothing, there's no problem at all. And in the YouTube uh, system now, just be aware uh, that YouTube actually switched over the way the comment box is different now. You actually have to click the comments and it'll open up the comments separately. And then, of course, takes over the whole bottom part of the video. If you're looking at it in uh, you know, portrait mode, if you're looking at it in landscape, obviously, comments are not shown at this point. So hopefully that answers that question for you. Uh, so... As of May 6th, so yeah, so uh, my tech reviews is, uh, I think you're, so you we're both in the US, so I think we're both running uh, the 11AA. I'm not sure how he was able to get 11BA, but I'm assuming B obviously comes after A. So it may also be just 11AA version of the software, but named differently for European markets. So that's why that's why I would say just give them a call. Uh, BA, exactly. See, Stefan is exactly what it is. Uh, so AA is for America, and of course BA is for European markets. So the same version of the software. Then, um, do you think that TCL was wrong to partner? Uh, oh, that's a, a wrong partner for T uh, for BlackBerry. I think because they overpriced TCL phone, they did the same thing with BlackBerry. And I hope uh, tech tech YouTubers or tech tubers uh, will take steps to making BlackBerry. Uh, well, other uh, companies will be able to do so. Um, the relationship that TCL took over with BlackBerry, obviously, as we all know, BlackBerry as a brand or as a as a as a license, um, they had their challenges. I mean, the, it was basically gone. It was about to go away. Uh, it, the the sales for BlackBerry devices, unfortunately, with the way Apple uh, went into the uh, business world of basically providing uh, corporate devices for uh, and their security system, they kind of overtook it. And I feel like BlackBerry, we've all seen that it took 
took them a little bit of time to basically try to catch up. And the few devices that they did decide to push out were not necessarily successful, uh, either by because they were trying different experiences, trying to keep the keyboard, trying to take it away. And I felt like TCL carried the torch, especially with the Key 2 and the Key 1. And the Key 1 was a great device. I feel like the Key 2 is a spot-on device, still runs very, very nicely if you're able to get one. Um, and of course, sadly, that's it was basically pretty much the last of the line right now. It doesn't mean BlackBerry can't come back. Uh, but I also feel like TCL wants to focus more on their own brand of devices. Uh, and if it's if from a business standpoint, we have to appreciate the fact that they carried the brand. The sad part is obviously they're not carrying it anymore, and I would have hoped for them to keep it. But for them right now, the focus is their own TCL brand of the devices, TCL named even uh, like the 10L and the 10 Pro. Uh, and of course, uh, I'm hoping that you know Nokia keeps going. So I'm, I'm that I haven't heard anything about that part, but. It's it's tough. It's tough for a company to take over specific, you know, so many brands and still be successful. Xiaomi does a great job at it, but again, it just makes it so that there's a new phone from Xiaomi literally every other week. Uh, they're all great phones, but again, just depending on how many sub brands can you carry. Uh, here, uh, yeah, sorry, that was the right one. So here, what is your daily driver? Um, and so last week it was uh, when we said when we checked out the the, the last week's comments. So we had the uh, the S twenty Ultras. I think I mentioned that before. I use that one as my daily driver mostly for personal use. Uh, what I mean by that is like you know banking applications, things that I generally don't like to transfer from a review device to another. Um, and uh, I, I can tell you that the the Find X two Pro is uh, one of my secondary devices that I'm using. So just keep that. And there is another device that is. Um, that will be shared with you guys very soon that I've been using um, starting very, very recently. So it hasn't been that long that I've had it. The Find X2 also came in uh, this week, which is very, very nice. So uh, this week kind of changed that. I can definitely say the S20 Ultra is still my main driver, although uh, not the main device I use for camera. Uh, it's a great camera on it. Nothing's wrong with it. Uh, but I've been playing around with so many of the great devices with cameras, like the Find X2 Pro here with a great camera setup here. Um, and of course, uh, the OnePlus 8 Pro, since I've been playing around with those. Um, those so I would say, Find X2 Pro device X. Um, that was a bad one to say. Uh, <laughs> and of course, the S20 Ultra. Hopefully that answers that question there. Uh, <laughs> good day, Mr. T. Hey, how you doing, man? Um, from the actual tech, what do you recommend for VR experience? Uh, what do you expect that uh, from VR in real, in, as far as the short term? Um, honestly, right now, I didn't really think about it. Uh, so sometime later in, in last year's uh, in 2019 i decided to pick up an oculus quest um, i was always based thinking i was going to go for an oculus rift or something like you know a heavy not say heavy but like mainstream uh, vr experience connected to a pc and um, after the qualcomm summit that i had a chance to play with an oculus quest and i got a chance to play beat saber and notice how the tracking and everything i think from a mobile experience if you're talking smartphone i feel like um, the ecosystem has basically kind of been shifted uh, we have the Quest from Oculus that essentially is using a mobile processor from Qualcomm that is optimized to only run in that experience, and it works really good. And it is very mobile, no need to connect it to a PC, although you can um, if you want to be able to run it with the latest update to the Oculus Quest. So I think from a, an experience, for the best possible experience right now, the Oculus Quest from a standalone standpoint. If you're looking into a gaming system that obviously includes your smartphone in there, Sadly, the Gear VR has kind of been gone out. Uh, I think Google Cardboard is something that you can still technically try, but I feel like it's not very strong. If you're looking to truly enjoy your gaming, see if you're able to pick up an Oculus Quest. I think it's been one of the best one, uh, hands down, personal experience. And of course, everybody I know loves it that has one. I appreciate it as well. 
Um, oh, in the comments section. Sorry. Yeah. Some, I guess uh, somebody else is Instagram stories. Yeah. So that was the comments, uh, Stefan, I think that was the one I was showing in the comments for Instagram. Uh, is Instagram stories, uh, photo and video upload quality is good like iPhone uh, or case for Android's device? Um, I think you kind of said it in your question. Uh, it is kind of okay. Uh, different devices have different issues with the, with the system. I think the only device that has uh, officially received support from the development, from let's say from Google, I would say, um, it's not really just Google, but it's the Pixel team. So the Pixel 4 or the Pixel 4 XL, both have been optimized to work great. It can provide you the same experience on Instagram. Um, I think Samsung has an Instagram mode inside of their camera. And essentially what it's doing is providing you the ability of taking the picture with your camera with the best possible setup and then sending it straight into Instagram to share. That's pretty much what it's doing. Um, and I feel like that's the best experience right now. Other than that, it's hit and miss depending on the manufacturer. Uh, they're not being optimized from Instagram side as well as the manufacturer side. They're not spending enough time for that. And that's mostly because of just the diversity of the devices that you have on Android. Apple, obviously, I think uh, Instagram, for the most part, it, like releases things to iOS first. Android is second, but that's because of the bread and butter situation. Uh, it's their bread and butter. I think 90 people that use Instagram initially was mostly iOS users, and that's how they've been focused uh, as far as the ecosystem. And also from a development standpoint, it's much easier to develop for a smaller ecosystem um, that, the way iOS is than it is to develop for Android, which has a lot more variance between hardware, software, versions, all of the things that way. So it's hard, especially with the not every manufacturer runs the same version of the software. So hopefully that gets it there. Uh, speaking of which, actually, if, uh, not not that I don't want to talk about tech, uh, specifically mobile tech. Um, so NVIDIA and, and, um, and Adobe pushed out an update this week. So if you, if you guys use Adobe Premiere, or if you're familiar, or you know anybody that uses Premiere, and they happen to have, let's say, a 2080, uh, it's basically a, a, an RTX-enabled uh, GPU from NVIDIA. Um, so NVIDIA and um, Adobe finally activated um, um, basically hardware uh, accelerated um, GPU, sorry, GPU, hardware accelerated GPU uh, rendering as opposed to software rendering, uh, software accelerated. And uh, what that means essentially is that the ability of running your entire rendering process on the GPU, no longer needing CPU power. So if you've ever ran, uh, rendered a video, um, and uh, you've always had the concern, basically, you know, my CPU is not the best, but my I've just put in this brand new video card. How come it's not doing great? Because for the most part, we've had optimizations done for GPU processing when you're doing scrubbing and editing the video in the timeline. And they finally did that for processing to be able to push out the video processing. So very happy with that, uh, especially for people that obviously are able to update or upgrade their hardware for the, for the GPU. Uh, and of course, have uh, some of the latest chips, uh, chipsets from uh, NVIDIA as well. So another great collaboration between uh, NVIDIA and Adobe. I mean, last year we saw uh, AI framing that came out with them and this year with that one. So uh, rendering times have been really good um, and very much cut short, uh, for, which what is pretty much everybody loves having there. Um, Oxygen updater from the Play Store. Uh, you can update the stock firmware. Uh, that's true. That's one of the other ways uh, you're able to basically download firmware from other places if you don't want to use the VPN. Uh, and I have used uh, Oxygen Updater. I think it works great, uh, especially for supported ones for your device. If you're looking to just download the firmware and you know it hasn't shown up on an Oxygen OS device like a OnePlus 8, a Pro, 7, 7 Pro, 7T, uh, go in there and check it out. And I'm pretty sure it's, it's definitely one of the best options. Uh, thanks, Stefan, for, for letting us know about that one. Um, Harvey, got to go for now. Hey, man, how you doing? Uh, be safe, everyone. Look forward to seeing you guys soon. Appreciate you stopping by. And um, Hamad here. Uh, 
so Muhammad Al uh, Al Hopefully he's doing good. أهلاً وسهلاً مرحبا فيك وإن شاء الله هيك بتنبسط مبسوط وإن شاء الله بنعمل واحد جديد لكم كمان بالعربي. Hopefully that answers it. He wanted to hear some stuff in Arabic. Uh, haven't had a chance to actually. Uh, we didn't didn't get a lot of comments in Arabic, so I didn't get a chance to jump on those. Um, it's sad that the mobile VR is dead now that we have so many good screens on them. That is actually a very interesting uh, prospect. Uh, I mean, the reality of the matter is, last year with the S10 Plus was that was the last one to support the Gear VR. And I didn't realize why Samsung decided to, other than the fact that obviously is they have a vested interest for us to buy more dedicated VR experience. Prior to that, they didn't basically buy the ecosystem. So the it's hard from a business standpoint. It makes sense for them. It doesn't make sense for us. You're right. We have a QHD resolution OLED panel that's sitting on this device with a high refresh rate. Why are we not using this for basically a gaming experience that we've seen the Gear VR over and over proof that it is quite possible because when you shift over to let's say using the oculus quest and you play these games the reality of the matter is it's really not that much different than a smartphone except that it's dedicated the hardware is dedicated and it's separate from your phone uh, i hope that we do see another iteration of something that uses smartphone um I did see during um, my visit over at CES as well as last year's Qualcomm Summit uh, AR-based experience on smartphones. And what they're doing is they're not using the smartphone for the gaming experience. What they're doing is they're using the horsepower of the smartphone as basically think of it as the portable PC for it. So you run a USB-C cable from it to uh, basically that runs through AR-enabled glasses. And then you get the experience of playing games in AR as opposed to just total VR. So augmented reality versus virtual reality. Uh, augmented reality essentially is uh adds things into your environment where virtual reality takes you into the environment so it's a little bit of a difference there uh but i hope to see some more stuff coming in that way as well um question here yeah so that was that one on there and then of course which sound quality is the best oneplus bullets uh, 2 or the oneplus bullets wireless 2 uh, sorry wireless z um Great question, and I think that was mostly the main answer on the main videos that we did before. Uh, it's a straight answer. Uh, OnePlus, OnePlus Bullets 2 sound better. There's no question. They support Apex HD. Uh, they also have uh, basically better drivers on them. So there's, the, I mean, they, they're commanding a slightly higher price point than what you have with the OnePlus Bullet Z. I think the Bullet Z are intended to be budget-friendly uh, and good. I mean, they sound good. They're not bad. I'm not saying they're trash. Uh, what I'm saying essentially is that from a comparison standpoint, the bullets do sound better. I find that the response time as far as the latency on them, the OnePlus Wireless Z are faster. So they have a lower uh, basically latency response on the device, especially when you're playing in fanatic mode, where the OnePlus Bullet 2 are ever so slightly behind that. So it's kind of a... Um, you know, pick whichever one you feel like is better for you. If you want a better sound, but don't mind losing a little bit of a delay, then these bullets too. And if you want a better performance, but don't mind so much on the sound, and I mean by basically like very bass heavy, just the quality, the audio, the bullets, these are going to be good. But I, uh, if I have a choice and, and price isn't an issue, I would definitely go with the bullets too. Uh, yes, and I, and I think it's mostly because of the, the fact that they just left the ecosystem. They were the one uh, spearheading it. Um, I had uh, so many different things I used to love doing with the Gear VR. I still actually have quite a few Gear VR sitting in at home that I haven't had a chance to be able to check out. But then at the end of the day now, I don't even have a phone that supports it. Uh, my S10 Plus, which was the last one device that supported the Gear VR, uh, sadly, I had to exchange or trade in to be able to get the S20 Ultra. Um, as you guys know, uh, you know, not all devices that get sent out to the channel are devices that I either a, keep or be uh, get for free. Uh, a lot of them are either loaners. Uh, I borrow them, or even I have to basically you know sell and keep 
turning things around to be able to support my, uh, my uh, I would say, uh, smartphone habit. That's the best way to say it. <laughs> uh, Muhammad, thank you, thank you, thank you. So the Pixel 4 XL before three-day, uh, I have in, okay. Uh, and uh, is there any way to uh, make the radar gestures work? Without rooting your device, no. You need to root the device. Uh, right now, it's area limited, and that's why you haven't been able to use it. Uh, and just to kind of reference it real quick, so uh, Muhammad's using the Pixel 4 XL uh, outside of the U.S. Um, and specific market, actually, not all the uh, areas. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Kuwait has it. Um, a buddy of mine that has one in Kuwait, he said he was traveling through Kuwait, and as he was going through the airport, uh, it actually did act activate for him and then it got disabled when he left the airport so depending on the area you're in uh, without rooting the, the device it's not easy to turn it on because by default it's region locked and as long as you're connected to the internet and you're using it online which you have to for any smartphone it won't work it knows exactly where you are uh, but yeah uh, definitely check out the xda forums if you're interested in that function but was that by the way uh How's the base on the OnePlus? Uh, on, actually, they're very nice. Uh, the overall performance is actually very good. You have a good sound stage as far as just the overalls, the mids and lows. Uh, it's definitely if you're, I wouldn't say necessarily, you know, basically bass heavy, you know, but it definitely has enough of a bass that you feel it. Uh, the audio quality is very good, especially for vocals and, of course, EDM, which is generally what I listen to. Uh, I think the the experience you're getting there with aptx hd was the better performance that they leaped from the first version of the oneplus bullets and oneplus bullet z kind of took more of the budget version of the bullets too they look the same uh, and of course just from an experience standpoint i feel like the, if you're looking for a pair of headphones that benefits from being optimized to work with oneplus devices the bullets too i think is the best experience you'll be able to get and i think that was yeah i think that was mostly it Okay, so with that being said, um, before we go too far, I do want to mention one more time in case you didn't get a chance to check it out. Um, Lanny Tuts, uh, I'm, I'm hopefully, I'm hoping that's her name. Uh, the reason I say that is that we haven't really communicated directly other than through our comments here and as well as Instagram. Uh, but Lanny, if you have a chance, please make sure to check the comment that I left for you on my YouTube uh, channel. I do need you to be able to basically go in there and respond back to confirm you're winning. Um, and if in 24 hours, meaning noon tomorrow on Sunday, uh, I don't hear back from them, from her on the comment, uh, the responding back, confirming it. Sadly, it won't be. It will have to pick up another person, uh, but I'm sure it'll be a really good uh, follower and on the channel again. Again, uh, Lani's been supporting the channel for quite some time, for years, and of course, I'm very happy for her to be able to uh, win the brand new, uh, the Honor View 10. Uh, again, let's go ahead and switch back. Uh, it's a great device, uh, good cameras, and of course, will definitely uh, be a good uh, price for anybody. And I'm happy that I was able to find an additional unit here that I obviously, I, again, I skipped, and I'm not sure how that happened. Um, but yeah, no, uh, last one, uh, hopefully if you, if you haven't go, go check the, uh, El Jefe reviews channel. Oh, absolutely. Yes. No, uh, quick plug for El Jefe. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, if you're, if you're big into audio headphones, uh, in ear over the ear, any kind of audio main specifications, uh, I would definitely say El Jefe for headphones. I think he even reviewed the Liberty, uh, the, uh, the sound core. Uh, sorry, the Soundcore Liberty 2 Pro. I'm not sure if he had, uh, if he did get a chance to play around with the wireless bullet Z yet. Uh, but if you haven't had a chance, make sure you check him out. He's definitely one of the bigger guys uh, as far as audio. Uh, Gary the Fireman, thank you very much for the super chat. I appreciate you hanging out and uh, and basically just uh, being uh, as usual. I love uh, I love the support you as as much as possible, and I also love the fact that you are supporting me on everything and being a big part of uh, you know the Juan Carlos team of. 
I would say the ecosystem that Juan Carlos puts together, and of course, uh, makes us all very proud to be part of. Uh, and of course, DTA, thanks, DK. Appreciate it. Uh, and a great interaction. Stay home. Be safe. Uh, great weekend ahead. And uh, yeah, make sure you check out the channel and uh, keep it tuned. Uh, make sure you have the bell notification turned on for both my channel and Juan Carlos uh, this weekend. That's the best way to, I would say. <laughs> you're, you're not going to be disappointed. Uh, is it better to go with the OnePlus Plus 2 or wait for the, one, uh, the OnePlus True Wireless? Uh, it's a little bit hard to tell with something that hasn't been released at this point. If you have to pull the trigger, I, I would go with the OnePlus Bullets too. Definitely on that one. Uh, last one before we end. Uh, I think one of the biggest uh, losses of mobile phones enthusiasts is that the whole mobile, uh, the whole Huawei situation. I've picked up a P40 Pro and an 8 Pro, uh, both amazing, but I tend to use the P40 Pro for more, uh, uh, mainly because of size. Um, very... Uh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, the, the, the the there is obviously there's a whole controversy, and we're not going to try to be able to debate that one here. Uh, but we'll finish that one as far as the uh, the last last question to talk about a little bit on the channel. Yes, um, I feel very much a big shift in the way things are going on right now. Uh, Huawei has been pushing the mobile photography tech. Uh, ecosystem forward for years. Uh, if you're looking at a pair, of, a pair of devices on the market, I'm not saying the OnePlus is not a, a great phone, but when you put that camera set up against the uh, the P40 Pro, the P40 Pro is definitely a better one. Uh, I think the ecosystem that we have in, in the camera setup, as far as just using the different the the, the telescopic lens, uh, the the just the color science that they've been using with their cameras have been great, especially on the main sensors on the back. The front-facing cameras have had different experiences on them a little bit later on, uh, and of course now they're finally starting to support 4K 60 frames per second, something that we've been missing on them. But if you compare the P40 Pro and the, what we've been able to achieve from that, even improvements over the P30 Pro, there's no question that they make some of the best photography cameras. So if you're going to use a camera and you own a P40 or a P40 Pro, or even a Mate 30 or a Mate 30 Pro, you're not going to be disappointed. Uh, with the current situation going on, I hope there's at some point or another a resolution is is basically reached, and they're able to basically go back to uh, running or operating normally. Uh, but till that gets resolved, it's it's going to be kind of hard, uh, and only certain markets. I know in, in Europe they're still pretty big. Uh, Middle East uh, there is they have some presence there as well, and as well as the Asian markets. So uh, we'll have to see how things go. It, it's hard to tell, and it's uh, it's hard to kind of forecast some of that. Uh, but we'll have to see how things go with that. But again. Uh, with that being said, uh, thank you, Matt Tyler. Thank you, Aditya, Gary, um, uh, you know, uh, Greg, uh, of course, everybody else uh, that's in the channel, Muhammad, uh, I, again, Harvey, uh, and of course, uh, everybody else that got a chance to spend time with me. And of course, congratulations again to Lonnie for winning the device. Um, again, I'll let you guys know or follow me on Twitter to uh, let you guys know if uh, anything does change and we don't have a, you know, if she does not answer me within a, within a day. Uh, and at that point, we'll be able to basically, uh, you know, we'll pick another winner by tomorrow, roughly about noon uh, Pacific Standard Time. Thank you very much. Be safe. Stay, stay great. Uh, Matt, again, happy birthday. Hope you had a great one. Um, looking forward to checking out your podcast tomorrow in the afternoon around 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time and late in the evening in the UK. Uh, it'll be Matt and Sam. And it, uh, if I remember correctly, I think it was Tim, Sco Tim Schofield from uh, your, uh, Tech Simplified, uh, your Tech Simplified uh, on YouTube. So it'll be another great uh, uh, guest. Uh, last week, they had LFA reviews. You guys can check out their stream as well. Uh, but with that being said, thank you very much for everybody. Like and subscribe as usual. Share it with your friends. And I hope you had fun and we had a good time together hanging out. I'll see you guys next week on another episode of Saturday Morning with Tech. It will be episode 22. Have a good night. Well, 
good night, good day, and good morning. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, definitely appreciate it, Gary. Stay safe, brother.